The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning, everybody. Potato chip. (coughs) Hi. It's five forty-five. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Toledo. Uh, We're ready to go on a glorious Thursday morning, getting everything together. Uh, for another perfect day here in paradise as we uh, creep through the first parts of May unscathed by the miserable weather, seemingly to remain unscathed for the rest of the uh, for the week into the weekend where U-Fest occurs on Saturday, and we're very excited about that. Plus, just to appease the weirdos, yes, I know. Oh, Christ, I Huge forgot day. about that. May the fourth be with you. Uh, now we'll talk about the fact that... Over the past 30 years, Star Wars is uh, is batting at about a 270 clip with what's good and what's bad. Used to be running about 800, you know? Those first three movies, like, damn, double damn. And then, meh, Ewoks, but okay, I'll take it. I still liked it. Next three came out, and you're like, all right, I want to like this, but I don't think I do. Final three came out, and you're like, one's okay. Not the first one, the last one, and then it's not very good. So six of the nine movies that have come out that are based completely on the, you know, that are bad. The Han Solo movie's all right. Everybody wants to rave about that because it, it didn't suck. So there you got ten. Uh, that uh, the precursor one episode, the one that was before episode four, the the Rogue story one, whatever. Yeah, that's good. So I'll put Rogue that one, one in the mix as four out of ten. And then uh, all those TV shows and everything else kind of drain it down. So you're you're silly. Like, Star Wars was awesome, and it has just been uh, watered down and bastardized into this. Fandom.com uh, did the most popular Star Wars movie in each state. And, um, episode, Empire Strikes Back or your state sucks. I mean, it's the best one. Episode 4, A New Hope, and Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, are most popular oh. in, in the country with wait, what 11 is? states each. Uh, uh, wait, so... The the Phantom Menace with little, yeah, with the with probably the the worst one, best villain who just gets taken out early. Right, you got Darth Maul for ten minutes. Yeah. Which states so I know not to go there. Right, Phantom Menace is the worst one. Phantom Menace is California, Florida, not Kentucky, typical. Mississippi, Missouri, what? Nebraska, New Mexico, Oregon, South Dakota, Washington, right. and Wyoming. Okay, right. all S states. A bunch of yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brett's right; they're all S states. <laughs> Yeah, so the one with little terrible actor Anakin Skywalker and the pod races. Episode uh, four, A New Hope. That'll give you. Connecticut, Delaware, Illinois, Indiana, Nevada, Ohio, Oklahoma, Texas, Utah, West Virginia, 
and Wisconsin. What about here? Arizona is episode eight, The Last Jedi. Incorrect. Incorrect. Uh, I'm moving. Along with Pennsylvania. Arizona and Pennsylvania, those two. Were the only ones that like episode eight. Yeah. The penultimate movie. The the second to last one that everybody's kind of like, well, I don't even know. I'm not sure what this was. Episode nine. That's the one where... uh, Kylo Ren keeps taking his mask on and off like, you know, it's a Halloween mask he couldn't breathe out of. Like the old Batman with just the plastic yeah. slit. The dude wouldn't stop taking his mask off. And then they ended up in the woods together. It was terrible. And the, the, he threw the uh, temper tantrums there, too. Which right? one? That's all that kid did. Yeah. He was just a uh, an entitled dick. He represented an entire generation. I'll give you that. They did but, right for off, a group of people. He offed his dad. Is that the one where he killed Han Solo? I think so. Eight or nine. Either way, not memorable enough to know. I can pretty much knock out which what happened in the first three. They're like, oh no, that happened in Empire, or that happened in you know. A girl new power kicked in. Girl power star. I think that's why I hate them so much is that it became girl power, and I kind of liked the girl, but then you added the other girl and the Asian girl and the the, and the first the, the uh, anyway. May the fourth be with you and knock it off. Which one's the one with the pod races and everything? That's the Phantom Menace. Okay, that's number yeah, one. That was, that, that's the one where we all ran back to the theater. Yeah. We had been played for nostalgia, just like everybody in Indiana Jones movies. There aren't, again, Godfather 3 was another one where it's just yep, like, you, can, you yeah. can trust us. We're going to put a movie out that wouldn't ruin this. And they put out Phantom Menace, and it's like, this is for a new generation. You're throwing away all the people who you knew were going. And hoping that we brought our kids. You notice that 20-year wait was so you brought your stupid kids. The only thing good about that was the pod races with the sand people taking pot shots. It was like yeah. boys in the hood of the future. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, that yeah. was the only good part. <laughs> it was you know, drive-by. <laughs> drive-by shootings yeah. in the middle of an actual like right. NASCAR race. Yeah. yeah, that part was kind of funny. And was that the same one where they had that uh, depth charge? Yeah, depth charge. And another bad kid actor, the baby Boba Fett. Ha, 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 father. I'm like, wow, you couldn't do a, t- a second take of that? Depth charge. Ten states. Episode two, Attack of the Clones. It was 2002. No. It was terrible, Although too. better than the first one. That was the one that had, that was C-SPAN in space, remember? I kept calling yeah. it C-SPAN in space because they kept going to that council meeting, and then they had the Chinese... Uh, you know, the, we, we have to cut off the trade routes. And I'm like, we're talking about trade routes? And what are you doing? And that was also the one where Anakin and uh, and Natalie Portman went off to that beautiful painting and laid down and made love. And we had, we had to watch them fall in love slowly. Terrible. So anyway, your Star Wars... Pearl Harbor. It was. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. That is exactly what it was. Although I'd rather live that real Pearl Harbor than watch that again. The Empire Strikes Back. There we go. Three states. That's... Alaska, Georgia, and Hawaii. I don't have my fingers on the pulse of this nation at all. That is, without a doubt, the best one. And that's what the like no some of the feedback was to to like. And you know what? And that's the thing. Like I think I might hate "May the Fourth Be With You" more than I hate "420." Like it's just it's 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 tough. It's and music snobs and Star Wars snobs are the same because Star Wars snobs won't admit the best one is "The Empire Strikes Back." Because they want to prove their knowledge to you, that they know more about the whole universe. So they'll pick some weird things like, oh, if you haven't watched this, you don't even understand. And I'm like, don't you understand? Like, my argument to that is always, if you have to have a handbook that explains what happened between the last movie and this movie because of all the stuff that nobody watched, you've made a bad movie. If it can't stand alone by itself, it's not a good movie. It just isn't. Where's Larry at on this? 
Uh, he want, and he's another one. That's the the universe has preyed on your nostalgia so hard that if you say you don't like it, it's almost you know it's almost gotten into the whole woke culture where you know if you say you don't like it, you represent all people. Right. So you hate all Star Wars, and it's like no, if I don't like a Phantom Menace, it doesn't mean that Star Wars sucks all the way across. But I'm one of those people that used to be a Star Wars geek. And have been pushed away so hard by all the stuff. That That's got to be care. some of the younger people that aren't seeing the Empire Strikes Back because of uh, the dated well, they see effects it. Yeah, but that turns them off. It wasn't good. Like, the other ones are bad. Anyway, may the fourth be with you. But Wheaties and Star Wars people and music snobs are somewhat all the same when it comes to, oh, you like that album by this band? I knew them when they did this cruddy garage recording, and you hear it, and they're like, this isn't good, though. Like, the problem you're having here is that you just want to be known for knowing something. You don't really care about the quality you're producing. Like, they'll, they'll talk about stuff that sucks just to be, just to know more than you. Star Wars people have gotten that way, too. It's like those guys that, like, you know, they're big Nirvana fans. Oh, Bleach uh, is right. the best. Stuff. No, right. come on. Come oh on. God, what's wrong with you? I, there was a girl in school when Nirvana's Nevermind came out, and we were all losing our minds, and she goes, you guys are such I think she called us plebes. I think that was the insult. Nice. It's plebes. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. You guys are jumping all over their sellout album. I knew them when they had Bleach, and they were awesome. My friends from Tacoma. So what? This is a good one, right? Because <laughs> I've listened to Bleach. It's it's terrible, actually. It's, it is. a terrible recording. It's got a couple of songs on there. You might kind of, okay, I could see this on Nevermind, but as an album, it stunk. That's why nobody would heard of it till Nevermind. They got their stuff together and put a... A good record together with a great producer. Oh my God, you guys are so stupid. That's such a studio produced, polished album. Like, all those words are good. Everything you're describing to act like, all those are good things. It's polished and it's got like melodies and hooks. Yeah, all those things are really good. Those are good songs. You're describing what makes a good song. Not like Bleach. Okay. That brings me to my next topic. Which is the Hall of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees are out, and normally I get into this debate with people. All the shame. Uh, yeah, I, I, I say I don't mind the rap thing. I've always thought rock and roll was a state of mind more than it was a style of music. So I look at Eminem and I'm like, you, Dr. Dre, and I'm like, they are NWA, rock and roll. Yeah. They are NWA. That is rock and roll. That's what rock and roll started as, and it wasn't necessarily guitar, drum, bass, singer. Rock and roll was an attitude to basically flip off the status quo, and say, here's what we're doing today because I say so, and we're doing it great. So I never had a problem with the rap. Missy Elliott's going in, and I'm like, she deserves it because Missy Elliott's the first female rapper that I think just kind of kicked doors down. So I like that. I think Missy Elliott's great. George Michael is an amazing performer, sold a ton of albums. You know, Wham's kind of a joke, but everything he did after, it's hard to ignore the dude's talent. You may not like his music, but he's amazing. Rage Against the Machine's going in. Outstanding. You talk about a rock and roll attitude. Those dudes took a political stance. A lot of times that happens. You got to give them that, right? The spinners who are just great. Willie Nelson. Didn't it? He, dude never paid taxes and smoked weed the entire time. That's the most rock and roll you can be. And still playing. And 90. And he's still in commercials and still relevant. That dude should have been in years ago. I'm shocked he isn't. Played uh, for a, a private event at Super Bowl week here he's, in Scottsdale. It, he's incredible. Uh, Cheryl Crow. Uh-huh. Now we're starting to talk about maybe borderline. You're stretching now. Uh, is she good enough? No. No? Did she have all the hits that are so, like, all I want to do is have some fun? Is that Hall of Fame music? I look at it the same way I look at football and baseball. I'm like, you have to be extraordinary, have done something just magical, changed the sound or something, changed the game a little. Let me throw this in then. Cheryl Crow threw Cheryl Crow in? Yeah. 
over. Oh, I, that's, I'll get to that. Trust okay. me, I'll get to that. Kate Bush is the one that I just can't get over. And that's, she has done nothing. That's music snobs. That's music snobs. She's done, and I don't care people that are going to argue, and nobody is. Nobody in this audience listening is going to argue, but Kate Bush, that running up that hill, running down the road. That's got to be why. That is why. They said so, because Stranger Things threw that garbage back song around. back in. She ruined two songs on Peter Gabriel's So album with her squawking, and she's... I don't know. I, like, you can like her, but she's off in the distance in some sort of a weird arm of music that isn't Hall of Fame. And I don't want to hear about, oh, you should hear all of her her albums. They're so cutting edge. Like, no, if they were good, we'd hear it. That's yeah. Hall of Fame. We're not digging deep into the... And you're, and you're in ahead of uh, Iron Maiden. Uh, Stone Temple Sound Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots. Um, you're starting to Sticks. talk about... Okay, I'll give you sticks too. I'll yeah. give you sticks, yeah. Sticks has some amazing stuff, although they did kind of get the the pussy. Right. Bad Company, Blue Oyster Cult, Boston, Joe Cocker, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, Foreigner, I'm Peter surprised. Frampton, Foreigner. Yeah, Man, they're not in. Sammy Hager, <laughs> the Slacks. <laughs> Hager. Yeah, Foreigner isn't in. That's kind that, of a surprise. That's ridiculous. Boston, I get. They had an amazing first album, but that, other than that, maybe it was kind I of debate like, you know, that. Foreigner should go in, other than just being kind of a good pop rock corporate band that had some hits. Are they game changers, or did they just kind of come out and give you the formula and knock it out of the yard for a couple albums? But I'd also say, you know, you got an argument that they're in. So they're kind of that teetering on the brink yeah. bubble HOF. Huey Lewis and the Mother Effin News. <laughs> that, just based off of foreign sports, you're in. Boston. I put Boston in because they only did two albums. Well, they did three, three, but the third one was like 17 years later. Ozzy. Ozzy's not in by himself? Nope. All right. And Kate Bush. And they write, spellbinding visionary, singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. Kate Bush created unique space in rock. Lush landscape sounds, radical experimentation, literary themes, sampling, and no hits. Like, no songs that I care about or will ever remember. That's on Stranger Things. And Stranger Things brought back one I hated yeah. when it was out in the eighties because it was her. She was it was operatic annoyance. Slayer, Smashing Pumpkins, Thin Lizzy, Thirty Eight Special. If you're yeah. having the hits, but I used to make fun of Ario Speedwagon, the Kate Bush song on Peter Gabriel's So, where he threw his beautiful voice on there. Don't give up, cause you have friends. And then she goes, Don't give up. And I'm like, Oh God, what's that in the background? That lady shouldn't have been recording. Because. And then she's got, like, squeaks and squawks. I'm like, okay, I'll give it to you. You're doing this avant-garde thing. But that's not Hall of Fame. It's the opposite. Three Dog Night. Okay, you're, you're rattling now off. you're stretching a little bit there. You're, yeah, you're rattling off a list but of But they should have been a long time ago. Better, all better. No, they should have. All better than, again, debatable, all better than Kate Bush. If it's who would you put in other Tool. than Kate Bush, Tool's pretty darn close to being something they should pop in there. Roger Waters. By himself? No, no by himself. not by himself. Now, Roger Waters living off Pink Floyd, fine, but not by himself. But Kate Bush going in, and I normally don't argue this one. I, I, people will email, that's ah, not the Hall of Fame, and they started letting rappers in. I'm like, no, I look at rappers as like, same exact mentality that rock and roll had, rap had. And I kind of dug Weird that. Al? Absolutely should be in. Absolutely. Prolific, if not musical genius. Uh, and just... You know, taking it to the next level. I understand why you wouldn't put him in, but if you're going to have that, shouldn't you have to have like a few hits? 
your guy Brian Adams. Yeah, maybe he should be in. I don't know. He's Canadian. He had a lot of hits. He did. I mean, I give him that. Remember that pitcher that could throw with both hands, left oh, yeah, and right. Yeah. What the hell was that guy's name? Right. We don't remember his right. name. But if I told you his name, you'd be like, "Wow, that's amazing." Right. But he wasn't very good. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. He was okay. But he could throw with right hand or left hand, and he switched up as to who's batting. He had a six-fingered glove that would flip back and forth. Yeah. And But you wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame just for that. Kate Bush did stuff that's like squeaking and squawking and experimental. And I'm like, okay, but people didn't take to it. So, no, she's out. Nice try. Dude who threw with both arms, same thing. You don't put him in the Hall of Fame just for trying to do something nobody else did. Kate Bush. Yuck. Put Miles Davis in there. Before. I don't know if he's in there or not, but stick Miles Davis in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Talk about a dude who had the attitude. That guy. Give me a heroin addiction and a trumpet way before giving Kate Bush running up some hills. I can't stand that that lady's voice. To, it's, and that's a she's personal awesome. preference. But if you could say, if I could say, oh, Peter Gabriel's song. Uh, the, 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 and this is a sucky song off the, off the album. Because she's on it. Oh. I mean, I want to hear Peter Gabriel singing this. Yeah. That dude's voice is butter. He's in. Rightfully so. He might have gone in twice. He might be with Genesis and then maybe. I don't know. Let's look that up. I mean, come on with that dude's voice. But again, that's, you know, there you get into the argument. I don't like Peter Gabriel. I do like Peter Gabriel. But tell me, Kate Bush fans. Why should she be? I don't get it. Anyway, the rock and roll. And then you and look right up the road. Rob Halford sits and waits, and he wants in. And every year gets nominated, and every year the the inductions come out, and he's not in. The girls from B fifty twos are very upset. They're not in either. No, B fifty twos didn't get in. No, way before Kate Bush. Right. I'll take Love Shack. Look, there's the there's the criteria for me. If somebody sings it at karaoke, am I going to sing along? Uh, that you're in the Hall of Fame. That's a Hall of Fame hit. That's a that's a smash hit. The Monkees. Now Peter Gabriel's in. Is yeah, he's in by 2014? Yeah. I know that, but I don't know. I don't if, think he's he, in with Genesis. Genesis. The, the Monkees. The Monkees were a certain level revolutionary. And again, if you do Last Train to Clarksville in a karaoke bar, I'm going to be going take the last train to Clarksville. That's a hit. That's a smash hit, super song. And you've got if you got five of those, you're in. BTO. Oh, he's in with Genesis too. Bachman Turner Overdrive's got some stories to tell. Before Kate Bush, yeah. I just I look at this and I'm like, oh no. And I don't really buy into the rock and roll. It's never something I'd ever want to visit or go to. But that bugs me. That sticks. Now you're looking at Soundgarden, Jeez. Sticks, Stone Temple Pilots, all these bands that that you know clearly you're like, all right. They got 14 solid songs that I can rattle off, and you know who sang it. And if I started to play it, you'd know the band and the thing. That's me with Cheryl Crow. I, right. I can name maybe two songs. She might have had three or four hits, but they were okay. They weren't. Well, that yeah, great. All I want to do is have some fun. Yeah. Uh, so the one about the sun, like oh, oh, that's man, still hanging. So, something here. Here it's not. Here comes the sun. But but again, here we are. I'm trying to rattle off the second. And one. And we know one. And I played the all. The loaf of them. isn't even in. I, look, I'm fine with keeping the loaf out. But, but again, <laughs> but as a non-fan of the done, loaf, oh, if, right. if Kate Bush is in, right? Personally, I'm not a loaf okay. fan. If loaf got in, I'd yeah. be like, all right, this is just my. 
Country Club either. Yeah, this that's, is, that's all I want. Okay, I know three songs, so all I want to do, if it makes you happy and soak up the sun. Yeah. Nice. I, I that song with look, Kid Rock. Look, is that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame worthy? No. She's a Punch and Judy shortstop hitter. Pop 310, but never gave you RBIs or OPS. Yeah. She, she got a couple of pops. She's Ryan Terrio. She's a, a guy who hit 301, but wasn't in the league three years later. Toledo's guys aren't in there. Boston. Uh, we've already said this, but yeah. you're, you're, you're going back over. Great first album there. Yeah. Yeah. But this is Hall of Fame. Like, I want, I, I guess I have a high standard for Hall of Fame, for sports and for music. Like, it has to be like, boom. Of course they're in. Like, Soundgarden to me is Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, just Black Hole Sun by itself. And then you throw in, uh, you know, all the rest of it. I mean, just everything. Dio. That's, you tell me, uh, Bad Motorfinger album. <laughs> nice dig. I'm not even. It's, it's <laughs> you tell me, Bad Motorfinger isn't just like top to bottom something that you're just gonna knock out every time it plays. You're like, this is the best album of the early '90s. If Pearl Jam's in, Soundgarden's in, and Pearl Jam's Nirvana in. and Nirvana. Yeah. I mean, they're they're equally as part of that revolution that was the early '90s. I don't know, Kate Bush. It bugged me. And that, but that's kind of the key. The whole point of the whole deal is to start the debate about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Which, by the way, have you been? You, it's Ohio, so I'm sure you people I have not. free pass. It, it, it's uh, I, I never want to go into the football, but I haven't I've been, been to the Rock and Roll. Have you been to Rock yeah, and Roll Hall of yeah, Fame? Yeah, years ago. But it, it was cool to see all the memorabilia. That's neat. Like that, you know, like the Mim. The what? With well, a music museum. Oh yeah, in yeah, Scottsdale. Yeah. That thing's got all that. Yeah. How tiny the artists are. They put their outfits up on yeah. the... Uh, oh, yeah. They're short and But little. they had, like, you know, the ZZ Top car there, and, cool. uh, you know, one of the guys from the Eagles used to carry, like, save every hotel key from every, you know, back when they had hotel yeah. keys. Had a big duffel bag full of... I mean, it was That's there cool. was some cool stuff, but as far as... So the museum aspect... The museum part's like, great. But yeah. you're also having to go to Cleveland, so strike well, one. I had to go there anyway at that yeah, time. So it was but, business, and yeah. you had a day to... Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I just... I look at it like I don't, I don't really buy into what their... I don't know their criteria. But I know my criteria for Hall of Fame stuff has to be uh, if we did karaoke night and you popped up more than once, I better know both of them. You know, it doesn't make you it doesn't put you in automatically, but it puts you in the argument. Kate Bush, if somebody at karaoke night was like, all right, everybody, I'm going to do Kate Bush. <clears throat> run it up that road, run it up that hill. And I would I would hope that I brought a bag of old vegetables to throw at that person. Shaka Khan is being recognized but for the Musical Excellence Award. Yeah, it's like a van. Not even it. Yeah. I don't know how you can do that. I I would put put her her in, too. Over Kate Bush. How in the world she's getting, like, a Lifetime Achievement Award and still isn't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That doesn't make sense. Uh, Tyrus writes, and hell, I don't even know who that is, John. I'm 43 years old. Kate Bush? Yeah, as soon as you said it, I was trying to figure out one of Bush's presidents had a daughter (laughs) because I had no idea who the hell it was. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, we'll get my daughter in there, Kate Bush. She's good. <laughs> running up that road, running up that hill. Yeah, it's George Bush's daughter, as far as we know. <laughs> but again, yeah, she's in the Hall of Fame, and you got to look her up. That's no good. Another one getting a uh, award, Bernie Toppin. Uh, he's not in. I'll give you that. He's the greatest song. I know Bernie Toppin. Like, you know his name because of the 35 number one hits the guy's got. That's He's in the Hall of Fame. That dude should be basically yeah. like Ty Cobb's hitting coach. Well, and as much as you don't like Iron Maiden, those guys they definitely deserve to be in. They should be in. And I don't care for all their stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. I get it, though. I, Iron Maiden should be in. 
If Kate Bush is in Iron Maiden, should. if Cheryl Crow's in Iron Maiden, should be in. I don't get the Cheryl Crow thing. And receiving the Amit Erdogan Award mm-hmm. will go to Soul Train creator Don Cornelius. Yeah. Uh, you're saying that really wrong and you've screwed it up. But that's the dude that helped Ray Charles. He was in it. He, Booger played him in the and movie. And too. Erdogan? Amet. Uh, 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 yeah, it's Amet something or other. Yeah. Because he was uh, Atlantic Records, yeah. I think. He's, yeah, he was the one who told Ray Charles, like, we can't keep you, but if you want to stay, it's a, he's, he's been around everybody. But yeah, there's, I mean, come on. Allison Chains? Somebody's asking that. See, I don't think so yet. But, no. Yet? I mean, if they're not going to get better. It's one of those, but you're right. It's, I mean, it's one you know, of those, I'm not, I'm not right. being a dick. You're not wrong. Uh, I don't think they're Hall of Fame. No, huh? Uh-uh. And you're a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. fan. I don't think they're a Hall of Fame band. I don't think they're one of those bands that you can say, oh, man, you know, they're great, but the standard to be in the Hall of Fame is just one click more. It's like it's like the dudes who hit uh, 300, they get, uh, th- you know, 300 home runs, and they're like, okay, we're automatically on the list. But what did, what else did you do? What's the rest of you? Would that and, be the same for Jane's Addiction? Uh, James is, yeah, James and Alice James, same tier to me. They're like good and they're memorable, but they're not, a, they're not like the greatest of all time. Pop them in there. I don't see that. Well, would any of the uh, STP? Yeah, I think so. for some reason Stone Temple Pilots, because Alice in Chains was almost niche at first. Man in the Box was their big hit and everything. And then if you were a fan, you liked their other stuff. Facelift wasn't a huge album for everybody. It, it came out before the grunge stuff. It was basically like, here, here's, here's a good sound. I'm like, oh, my God, this is. And so you liked Man in a Box, and super fans love Sea of Sorrow and the rest of it. And then and then they had to wait for that movement, that wave of Seattle to go through, and then you started to notice them. I don't know. It, yeah, there's, there's, but again, you could argue. Kate Bush? What the f- Are we talking about her? We're still, I got to spend Memorial Day watching that thing, and she's going to be squeaking and squawking all over the place singing her songs. No. Oh, well, if you catch it live, I guess it'll run November 3rd. Oh, good. They're going to wait until it used to be. I'd it'll sit. take place November 3rd at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. But yeah, to Rob Halford, who's out there in the mountains somewhere, I'm not trying to be more metal than anyone else. Well, he got it in the last year. Did they get in yeah, last yeah, year? Yeah, they got in oh, last they year. Did. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Okay. Because he sang, uh, I think he sang That's Dolly Parton right. at the end. You're right. Yeah. He and Dolly sang. All right. You're right. Good. All right. Sorry, Rob. I forgot. But he I definitely knew... deserve They definitely deserve That it. was a huge struggle for him to get in. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a Maiden fan, but mm, you got to stick that in. 100% they yeah. need to be in there. I put Maiden in the same category as kind of Alice in Chains. Not, no. Not quite enough. No. Almost. Not quite enough. You got to think about all the, the the gullies back in the day wearing an Iron Maiden shirt <laughs> right. every day but to high school. They were like a small group of weirdos, but they're they're worldwide. Sure, I mean they're huge. But I'm talking like ACDC. That's Hall of Fame. You know, you can't deny that. Maiden Priest. What about Slayer? No, just because they have a rabid fan base doesn't mean that they they did it right, you know? But I would say over, again... Over Kate, Kate Bush. Yeah. yeah, you and me over Kate Bush. Yeah, I mean, just I, because of what you're defining of rock, look, rock and roll attitude. I or, have the same amount of top ten hits as Kate Bush. Until this year, when Stranger Things made her a nostalgic, weird thing. And it took a little Kim Petras help to make that thing bounce over the top, which I didn't realize that Kim Petras was in on the redo. Before you come out. Yeah, I did. this this and look, and I don't. It's that weird kind of thing that every year it happens, 
and people started getting mad when they added rap. And I, as long as they keep country out of there, that's it. Oh, this one says Brady's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame would all be food brands: meatloaf, cake, chili pepper, smashing pumpkins, cranberries, blind melon. <laughs> <laughs> blind melon getting in would be quite amazing. Yeah, that's the Brady Hall of Fame. Probably the loaf would be. Oh yeah, out, he would be like on the marquee or maybe the statue out front. Yeah. Everyone will be doing loaf songs in Ugh. the ceremony. Oh, I'm fine with loaf not being in. Uh, head of Kate Bush, yes, but he's not a Hall of Famer at all. Musically, who the loaf? Yeah, a couple of good yeah, big two songs, songs, really, right? And that's about it. Uh, maybe yeah. three. Yeah, the, the, I would do anything, but I won't do that. Ugh. Dashboard lights, whatever. Hey, hey, okay, mm-hmm. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Yeah. Okay. Which was a- again, it's a hit. There's plenty of hits. If we're putting everybody with hits in, then it's never ending. Then, then that you know, bad out of hell album. Then yeah, Leo, then Leo Sayers in. Uh, you know, every one-hit wonder of all time. If it's about, like, having a hit. It's the love. Oh, it is the love. It is the beginning. I haven't heard the beginning of the song. Well, I remember having Ugh. everything that's never happened only yesterday. Walking by the lake and there was not another car inside. Now, this is the best he's got. Yeah. And, I never and it's dated. Oh, big time. But to me, he was the Rocky Horror Picture Show of art. The dude was just kind of a novelty goof. You looked up and saw. If he wasn't a fat guy, I don't think his music would have been as good. Because he was, he reminded a lot of people of like Uncle Tom and like, hey, there's an uncle, not that Uncle Tom, like you know, your Uncle Dave. I'll say, I shouldn't say Uncle Tom. My brother, your Uncle Dave. Yeah, your yeah, your brother Tom, Uncle Thomas, we'll call him. But he was just like a family member who went up on stage with scarves, got fat, and was, look at this fat guy, and he, hey, he's not bad. What is the big oh the loaf? He shouldn't be in. Oh, this the Kate Bush song. The, the, so that's this one. This is the big hit, the running up the road one. It's, oh, and it's just it's not a hit until Stranger Things. Uh-huh. Oh, this noise. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's like it's every girl in school you'd have hated if she like come to my house and listen to music. I'm like what? Am I going to get some? Nope, she guess not. not. I don't want any of this fur bag. She's just, she's never going to shave her legs again. No, Kate Bush is Can you right imagine up. being Kate Bush at home, too, and getting the nomination? Yeah. Like, Me? What? You guys, uh, come on. Me? Well, they must mean one of the Bush sisters. <laughs> Boys of Steppenwolf are high fiving her. Hey, great! <laughs> Good job. <laughs> and we're in like 18 huge songs. <laughs> and it's that experimental prod music. Well, that's that's why. It's the music snobs. Yeah. Ugh, just awful and annoying. My uh, tonal, which is like a Peloton only with weights. Has music in it, and you can choose. And that was coming on there all the time. I couldn't have thumbs down. I put everything down. Like, I'm not going to work out for a second so I can thumbs down this song. Stop coming up during my workouts. Yeah, that song there is just too much Bush. I like the one with... Boo! I like the Peter King. You planned it even worse. You planned it. You planned it. You're sad, sad old daddy. You're a sad daddy. You know what you're becoming? A funny daddy. You're a sad daddy <laughs> telling sad daddy jokes. Now, my daughter's 14 now, so I can get a little risque and work blue. <laughs> That's a little too much bush for me, Kirby. Get it? 
Daddy told a puss joke. That's enough. Boo to you and your family. <laughs> You're out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, my Hall of Fame stuff has to be like, wow, it just took over everything. Play it in arenas. You know, it's one of those things like, oh, that is ACDC. That is Bon Jovi. That is, you just know it immediately. It's no question. And generations know it. Like my shock and awe of that one time I was, where was I? And they were playing uh, uh old Bon Jovi song and a crowd was singing along, young and old. And I'm like, that's amazing that they yeah. know all this stuff, you know? They're getting into these things where, you know, everyone was singing. Everybody knows it. It's generational. It's got no, it's timeless sort of running up that. Running up that road. This song is boring, this, too. I don't know when this list came out, but it's the biggest rock rock and roll uh, hall snubs. Oh. Kate Bush is actually on the yeah, list. Yeah, they said that she's like a four-time loser. And I'm like, yeah, she's a, every year she should lose. Yeah. This should never end. Bjork. She's not in. Uh, she wore a goose once. Big deal. Bauhaus. No. Uh, let's see here. Africa Bambata, Black Flag, Blue Oyster Cult. Black Blur is on the list. Blur's out. They yeah. have one song. Right. Corn. Corn's not quite there. No. They again, it's if I played corn for my dad, he wouldn't know. And if I played corn for somebody who's 14, they probably wouldn't know. Devo's on I the list. I play ACDC for either one. They're like, oh yeah, ACDC. That's Hall of Fame. That's when you know, like, holy crap, that's all. Now, some generations aren't going to get it. But for the most part, you're, they, they touched all of it. They touched every base. Devo's on the list. I don't get that one. No, because they're terrible. But again, experimental. Whip it. Uh, whip but, it was a mess. that and then Satisfaction's the only other one I know. And that was a couple right. of mine. No, don't you yeah, start. Yeah, but you know all those. You know them because you were one of the weirdos. Swelling, itching brain. You were one of the weirdos that thought Diva was good. It's right. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Brady was wrong when it happened. Now, Brady was one of the uh, dullards in the late 70s that fell for the outfits and the I gimmicks. Did, yeah, I laughed. It, they yeah. were a, it was yeah. a comedy band. Yeah. You fell for that. And a lot of people fell for the gimmicks thinking this is the future of music. And I don't think Devo thought that. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning somebody at KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, cool in the gang? It's borderline. If that's Earth, a, Wind, and Fire is in. One. No, Earth, Wind, and Fire is better than Cool in the Gang. Cool in the Gang is... Hit after hit. They had a few so. good ones, man. Yeah, I think Cool in the Game would probably be something that if you play, like Celebrate and things like that, you're like, that's... You know, Too you're, hot. You're, you're touching all the bases yeah. with that. Yeah. Ah, this argument can go on forever. Because the people they snub seem to be snubbed on purpose, so we talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But this year, the Kate Bush thing being a celebration. All right. Uh, Pantera. Absolutely. To me, Absolutely. And I think that kind of goes against my criteria of everybody knowing it. But I mean, if you were in a the- if you were in the at a Suns game, and in the third quarter, they started playing walk, young, old, or otherwise, people are bouncing to that thing. That is a and and you recognize. I think I know this. Like yeah. it, it's it's permeated through societal you know th- threads. I guess it's it's like in our culture. You don't have to like it. You don't even have to know it for sure, but it's there. It's just floating along with us. Not Kate Bush's. Oh, good. That's switched over. I would put them in over Kate Bush. They might be in. There you go. Just for how much heroin that they've used. Oh, there she is again. (laughs) 
Wasn't a big hit. Well, here, here's her top songs that come up on Spotify, and oh, it's uh, God. Run up, uh, running up that hill. This woman's work, Wuthering Heights, and uh, then then her other big hit is with Peter Gabriel. Don't give yeah, up. Don't give up. Which wasn't a hit. Yeah, those are the top songs for her. Uh, <sighs> makes. No, I'm going to go with Brady. It makes me hate Bush. <laughs> anyway. But that's out today, and I read it, and I don't normally get bothered by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing, but there are some where you start getting in there and like, all right, are you doing this on purpose just to get us to talk about it? Is this The whole thing seems like a scam. Now those people that have argued for years that, oh, they let rap in, it's garbage. I'm like, you know what? Now you might be right. Here's a good one. And so, and listener actually brought this up, but it's on the list as well. As well. Weird Al. Oh, Brady brought that up. Yeah. Absolutely. Musical 100%. genius. Musical yeah. genius. And again, his parody side is a little bit... Like, people don't take him seriously, but Weird Al is a musical genius. <laughs> He's a brilliant. But I also understand the argument to say, nah, I can't go And why, you know, it's just interesting. Why is that the list that we have, which is a long, oh, you know, Kate Bush goes in over that. Like a guy yeah. like Peter Frampton. I, to me, Frampton had Frampton comes alive. two songs. I yeah. mean, really, I mean... He, okay. Do you feel like we do? But up again, again baby, I love your way. Right. I mean, but I, as a I, musician and great. There's, but if you're arguing great musicians, they're all in. Kate Bush is no, not her. She's out of all of it. <laughs> like she wouldn't even be in like the Safeway Hall of Fame for me. She just annoys <laughs> me. But like Peter Frampton, who I as a kid was just bananas. Or his other albums weren't good. Frampton Comes Alive was good. Was that? Yeah, that's it. That's all he had. And that's he's an amazing that's, that's musician. That's like winning the Super Bowl, that album. And then, I mean, it knocked it out of the If park. you're putting amazing musicians and over the in, years, it's still... There's studio musicians that are better than half the guys that tour you just don't know. Uh, Steve Luca, uh, the guy from Toto, he played oh, yeah. guitar on, like, everybody's everything. album. Yeah. 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 I mean, everything. If there's if being a great musician... He is, should be in. Absolutely. But he's not going to be. No. And shouldn't be, because he Toto wasn't like... In. Yeah, right. They might be in. I don't know if Toto is... Toto shouldn't be in. Toto's not in. Somebody email Weezer. Oh, come Weezer's on. not in. Yeah. Weezer has. There's an argument to be made that Weezer's in, but is Weezer that good, or are they just good? What I guess I, I just throw like, the word exceptional on top of it. Toto's not good. What about, like, America? No. No. Stop it. We stop it right now. <laughs> that's a lap. <laughs> yeah, that's a big lap. America. I'd put Kate Bush in over America. Into <laughs> Hawaii. <laughs> America. <laughs> the days are longer, the nights are stronger. They're, they're just so... Almost, the one oh, horse, horse with no, with no name. Horse with and no, then, yeah. uh, and there's, you know, you can get a... Magic. Sister Golden Hair. Sister, Sister Golden Hair. I just hated their lyrics. <laughs> they know. were just so, you know... They're, a little, uh, they're softer than Yacht Rock. Yeah, they're sometimes. super soft. Lyrics. Even Yacht Rock guys yeah. are like, come on. Pussy. Yeah, Christopher Cross looks at America and went, what are you guys trying to bang each other? <laughs> I thought music was about getting chicks, but evidently you two are just trying to, you know, rifle through each other's anuses. I'd put Christopher Cross in before I put Kate oh, Bush in. Christopher Cross sure. in all day long. <laughs> okay, the list goes on and on. I just, uh, again, this happens every it just year. just gets yeah. people fired up. And yeah. it does. It got me fired up. And normally I don't look at those. I always kind of look at that as like, you know, the same way I look at the Grammys with rock. I'm like, guys, you can't put any credence on it. They don't understand it. It doesn't sell. Rock music's not part of the Grammys because it doesn't sell. It's a it's a celebration of pop music. 
There's and what went crazy and got 3,000 spins on the, on the radio. And it's just rock music just doesn't do that. So we always get upset that the thing we love the most doesn't get all the attention. Uh, and it's a good thing it doesn't because it usually gets wrecked once it starts getting it. There's <laughs> America. There you go, Brady. We're going to sing the next few bars with wangs in our mouth, if you don't mind, okay? <laughs> Alligator lizards in the air, in the air. It's like Stewie wrote rock songs from Family Guy. In the air. It's so soft. I mean, this is soft, soft rock. This is flaccid rock. This is ED rock. The sailboat just hit a sandbar. This is for a guy who likes to rub his wife's back. I can't put it in you, honey. It doesn't get hard anymore. Leo Slayer's like Slayer. Yeah, the oh, Leo Slayer. Leo Slayer. Yeah. Trip might have this going on his yacht. No. Well, Trip's also in his 70s. Maybe it doesn't get up anymore. This is for flaccid dudes. <laughs> want to disparage our boss, but he's an older gentleman. That thing might not work like it used to. I know I'm 50. Mine's not the same. Mine used to stand up, not lays on my leg. I think I'm ready. I don't know. Give it a try. I'm like, I don't think you're going in anything. You used to be a battering ram. What happened to you? (laughs) It's soft rock. (laughs) KTEL presents songs for guys who can't get hard-ons anymore. Badass America. Yeah. Put a scarf around your neck and make it official. You are uneffable. <laughs> flaccid rock. <laughs> flaccid rock. We need to put that yeah. compilation oh, together. Oh, man. Flaccid rock we is a, it's a well you're listening to yeah, it. I know, I know. It's the best of America. <laughs> hey baby, I'll be back to pick that up. <laughs> it's not like women wouldn't want to have sex with you. You medically can't have sex with them. America. And it's just dudes who are, like, getting through life. Toot toots and la-la-la-la-las. They don't even write words anymore. They're just staring at their dicks going, ah, we used to be friends. <laughs> you were my little... In the desert yeah. sun. Oh. to turn red. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> three days. I don't think my dad, honestly, I don't think my dad could get a heart on. He listened to this all the time. It, it is. It's it's saltpeter for. It's just. It's keeping your dicks off. <laughs> you put that on with a lady. She better be seventy. You're gonna need a, a crowbar and WD forty to get inside of her. She's rusted shut, and your stuff isn't gonna plow through that old unused box. No America. Yeah, flaccid rock is. <laughs> Brady brought up America. Well, it tells us all we need to know about him. <laughs> Hasn't had a hard on since the Obama administration, evidently. I'll go over and get some pills, Brady, and shoot something into that thing. <laughs> Flaccid rock. Yeah. Sorry, Trip. I don't know for sure, but if you're listening to America and you're setting sail and you're alone, the scarf and the hat and the pipe tell me one thing. That thing doesn't work down south anymore. I just want to be at one with the ocean. Yep. Because you like wet things, but you don't know what to do with them anymore. Uh... Anyway. I hope Trip comes in and goes, you think I can't get a hard on? Watch this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Comes Milton Berle throwing yeah. it down Kaboosh. on the console. How much, do, how much do you need to get hard before you believe me? <laughs> the first seven inches or what? 
Uh, it's six twenty-seven. Let's get a wake-up song, a Hall of Famer, perhaps, and no flaccid rock. And or if you got a flaccid rock suggestion, maybe <laughs> throw that. America is like kings of flaccid rock. Ugh. Kings of it. You know who's second on that list for me? Although I do like some of it, Chicago. Okay. Their early stuff was good. Early Chicago is yeah. amazing. That you get into stuff. Yeah, you get into the, the and and I fall for it. Extreme, but it's flaccid. Right? Yeah, extreme's pretty flaccid. Like modern. Right? Modern flaccid. For a song about blowjobs, Extreme's biggest hit, more than words, is basic flaccid rock. In Chicago. Yeah, see, this is this is this is flaccid That's rock. Jarring. Although I will say this, chicks fell for this. Like girls liked this. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I ever liked America. I think you can get some panties drop into this, but uh, a horse with no name, probably. Not <laughs> oh no! Happen. Yeah, you're like, hey baby, it's a horse with no. You throw Chicago in, you're looking like. I'm sensitive. <laughs> oh my God, I think I like you. And I want you here with me. Like, Ooh, this on Karate Kid. Was this no, a, that, no was, that was The Power of Love. Oh, no, Glory of Glory Love. Of love. Yeah, that was with Cher, and yeah. that was Peter Cetera by himself. You should know. This was off of. Uh, it was some bad movie. It was, like, it was a movie with Peter Gallagher, and, uh, and they were in Greece. Some, the Summer Lovers. Yeah, yep. I saw that, that uh, special with uh, yeah. what's his name? Uh, who's the writer of the, all this? Of this? Yeah, the Chicago like oh, 80s stuff. Uh, oh, 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 oh! The dude that won't go up more than one flight of stairs because yeah, he's yeah. afraid of heights. Uh, he's married to um, McGee, the American Idol. Oh, David Foster. David that's Foster. It. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. This is what Brady's thinking of. You. Yeah. And this is this is flaccid rock. Oh yeah, duet. <laughs> Peter Cetera. I, I remember it, we were on the beach. It was 1986, and I was in uh, L.A. And I was listening. I, this, my dad thought it was gay. There's a reason why. In my Walkman, I was listening to this. He goes, "What do you got?" And he takes my headphones. He goes, "Jesus!" <laughs> Your eyes watering. Not five minutes later, my dad's like, "Point out like a girl you like on the beach." <laughs> Like what's your type? Like he was so concerned. I was like, there was looking back. He he tried to passive aggressively get me to say I'm gay, <laughs> constantly. Like find a girl. Like show your old man what you think is attractive. Give me something. Give me some hope, boy. No, shut up. My regrets. <laughs> it breaks my that, heart. That drew, to see drove him to baiting more. I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you. I love this. And thing. look what I'm doing it to. Marcy, the boy's a twink. Yeah. <laughs> Marcy, look at him. He thinks no one can hear him. He's out there by himself singing Chicago. <laughs> That's a Peter Cetera song. Jesus Christ, he's his own mother. <laughs> so you're singing this on the beach with your yeah, OP shorts on and everything? So I'm the only one singing it. Like, no one can hear it. And there's some twink out there in a flat top and a half shirt. Forever, ruined together that Corduroy but all anybody else heard was the glory of that kid doing a solo. Oh. Oh. Oh, so Next, bad. he's gonna be looking for seashells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have me through it all. I'm always following you beside me. Hey, Dad. Marcy, I'm gonna shoot him. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot him. I'm good from distance. Hey, Daddy. Hi, Pop. I'm over here. <laughs> is that your daughter in the half shirt? No. Don't know who that no, is. No, no, no. The one singing Chicago. That's your daughter. That's not my daughter. God damn it. My daughter's over there under that Mexican boy. <laughs> We're doing a bad job as parents. 
I get a whore and a twink. <laughs> Shut up! We're in Huntington Beach. I don't go in the water. I'm scared of the water. I'm... Didn't want to mess up your hair. <laughs> oh, I did. For sure. There's Dan over there. I'm on a Mexican yeah. radio. <laughs> if my dad, I don't know how, I don't know how that guy didn't just drink himself into an early grave. The whore and the twink, <laughs> and my op corduroys, and I'm, the water would touch my feet, and I'd flip the f out. <laughs> I am a man. Get in the goddamn ocean. We drove you here. <laughs> Meathead. Yeah, I hate him, Marcy. I hate him. <laughs> Yeah, every time we'd have those moments, I can think of the next conversation was always like, show your old man what you think is good looking. Like, you like butts or boobs or what do you... Dad, this is weird. Shut up. I'm a man who will fight for your life. Turn that crap off for a second. <laughs> now show me an ass you like. <laughs> that guy. Oh, right. Here's an ass man. Uh, my childhood in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, the day that guy asked him that, is that your daughter? He took me to work on a Saturday so I could run remote controls for that child. Is that your daughter over there? He said, that's my son. Get in the car. When we get home, you're getting a haircut. <laughs> that, that destroyed him. Why? why? Destroyed him. Uh, it's 633. <laughs> he, he, he was just waiting for the announcement. He would not have done well in this day and age. Because he'd have thought, I want a top surgery at this point. That dude would have been a mess if he had me today. Ugh. And now we shake hands and, I'm proud of you, boy. Like, it's just a totally different thing. Like, he, it's clear. I still think deep down he's got like a 20%. Any day now. <laughs> Any day now I'm going to hear about his blowjob years. <laughs> Brace yourself, Dan. It's coming. Like your boy with another boy. Uh, all right, let's get that wake-up song. 585-9800. Now that's enough of that. Dad did a good job. Uh, you tell us what you want to hear. We'll scream it next. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.